Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to LemonRoad.com. I am Jeremy Birmingham. This is Bermanology. Today, we are talking to one of Ohio's most electrifying 2023 prospects, wide receiver Anthony Brown from Springfield, Ohio. He is a young man that uh, showed up at Ohio State a couple times this summer working toward a Buckeyes offer, and we're going to chat with him about that endeavor, where things stand with him and his recruitment, and more. Welcome in Anthony Brown, Springfield, Ohio, 2023 wide receiver. Anthony, thanks for taking time to join the show. How you doing, bud? I'm good. How about yourself? You know, hanging in there, hanging in there. Uh, I know the season hasn't started the way you wanted. You're out right now with a little bit of an injury. Can you just status update? Like, what are you looking to get back to, to the field? Um, the doctor said four to six weeks, but I'm looking to next three games. You know, I'm feeling a little better, so I say three games. Now, how frustrating is that? I mean, obviously, you've waited all, all year, and, and last year being what it was for this opportunity – and then to come out and get dinged up, I mean, is that a is that a harder thing to deal with emotionally or is it just the physical pain that's annoying? Um, I would say emotionally because, you know, like all the work that you put in in the summer, um, like you just want to go prove it. And, you know, for me not to get the chance to prove what I was doing in the offseason kind of hurt a little bit. But, you know, everything happens for a reason. You know, obviously at Letterman Row, we talk about Ohio State football most of, uh, of the time. So. Let's start there. You're talking about that summer that you had. You were at, at Ohio State a couple of times for camps. And, yes, you know, just if you could try to explain what it's like for a kid from Ohio to get that invitation to say, hey, Anthony, we're really interested in seeing what you can do. Come work out for, for Brian Hartline. And then on, top, on the other side of that, you know, when you got that done the first time, how did you feel about your self versus what you felt maybe going in? Uh, to answer your first question, I, um, it, feel, it feels good, you know, to, to get the invitation from um, Ohio State. Like, that's a big thing to me. And, um, not too many players get the opportunity, so I'm thankful and blessed to, you know, be in, that, be in that position to do that. And um, What was your second question? You know, when, when that first camp that you went to was completed and, and you kind of maybe – maybe realize, hey, I, I can fit in here. I can belong here. Was there a, a sense of, like, relief or or a sense of now I got more work to do? What was that feeling when it was done? Um, well, me, I, I kind of look at myself like as like I can compete with the, the best players. So it wasn't really surprising to me. Um, but I did feel like relief because I never really went against the top players, you know. So, yeah, I felt relieved. Do you think that if – you were in Florida, people would have you like rank higher or people would be more excited about you. I mean, I know that people look at the, the size and they think, okay, maybe he's too small, but the, the game tape speaks for itself. The things you do on the field speaks for itself. Do you think sometimes it's people thinking like, oh, he's in Ohio, he's not quite as electric? Um, that probably plays a part, but uh, well, I, don't, I don't really look into it like that. So, um. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that there's a little bit of that. I think people get like uh, a little biased towards 
people that are further away from Ohio, and then the closer they get, they're like, oh, he's he's replaceable. Oh, he's he's whatever. And right. I, I don't know, I, I don't know if that's always true or not, but I think the people are certainly tend to to think that way. But for you, uh, you got invited back to Ohio State for the second camp. One of the things they wanted you to work on was just punt returns, catching the football in the kicking game. How did you prepare for that as you went from the first camp to the second? How did you go? Did you go home and have somebody throw the ball real high? I mean, how, how do you work on that? Um, me and my cousin, see, I got a jug machine at the house. So, uh, you know, we just put balls in the jug machine. I had to go on the air and we went to the field and start catching some. That's a lot harder than people think, isn't it? Yes, sir, for sure. <laughs> Especially like with a helmet on and pads on and people running at you. That's one of those moments where I think that people don't understand how something that sounds simple isn't simple. Yeah, right, right. Anthony, one of my favorite moments of the entire summer of the camp season was you walking into the Woody Hayes Athletic Center wearing a Minnesota backpack uh, and, and Ohio State football players watching you walk through the facility with a Minnesota backpack. So why were you wearing a Minnesota backpack, just so people understand? Um, my brother plays at Minnesota, so uh, I really don't have no other bag, so that's the reason why I wore it. So you will be in Minnesota for the Buckeyes home or Buckeyes opener this coming Thursday night against Minnesota, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. When you're at a place like that, I mean, this is probably new for you. I mean, I, I imagine as a 2023 prospect, you haven't been able to get on the road much because, you know, your sophomore year was sort of wiped away by, by COVID and the inability to visit places. How do you think that this goes as a recruit? Do you watch both teams knowing that you have interest in both spots? One of them you have an offer, one you don't like. How do you watch both teams and, and give them both a fair, like, evaluation? Um, I'm just really looking at the, the coaching, um, you know, just, just watching the game through, like, just, you know, paying close attention to them. So. And then, so your intention, if I'm correct, uh, is to then visit Ohio State for the Oregon game the week after, right? Yes, sir, correct. Uh, how exciting is it for a player like you to just, you know, September 1st is three days away. You get the opportunity now to, to have phone calls with people. Are you just excited to, to know that you're going to see kind of your future unfold here in the next few weeks? Yes, sir. Very excited. Um, I've been told like September 1st is the day that, you know, coaches really, really reach out to you. So looking forward to that. Can't wait. You know, I, I'm interested in the feedback that you received from Brian Hartline after the camps. Because, again, I think people look at the, the Buckeyes recruiting and they think that Brian Hartline has been able to recruit any receiver he wants in the country. And you're one of those guys that he's getting to know and talking to. Uh, but, he hasn't, but he hasn't offered you yet. What has he said about what he expects to see or what he wants to see for you to get yourself into that conversation? Um, he, he told me I have all the tools, like what he really wants. But he's just looking at the receiver room and trying to you know, make sure there's not too many short, fast players in the depth chart. Um, you know, he's just looking at the depth chart, but he said I have all the tools to what, to what he was looking for. So, As you look at their depth chart, do you see that there's an opening for a guy like you? They have a lot of the Marvin Harrison types, the, the six foot two, six three receivers, but there isn't a handful of guys at your spot. I mean, is that encouraging you? Is that something that you look at and go, hey, this is my opportunity? Yes, sir. It only makes me work harder. You know, that means I, I got something to prove, so. Um, I'm always interested. I'm always interested in this because I think that from a 
from a fan perspective, as somebody who grew up in Ohio myself, uh, you know, I think it's understood that Ohio State is sort of like the dream, right? Like everyone knows that. Yeah. But you also have to look at reality and say, okay, well, they haven't offered yet, but Cincinnati has, Minnesota has, Michigan has, and you know, at what point do you, do you start to separate that dream from reality and say, okay, well, now I got to focus on these schools because Ohio State hasn't offered. I think that the recruiting calendar has changed so much that people speed things up, but is there a, like a line in your mind where you're like, okay, if they haven't offered by April of next year, I'm done. Like, I mean, how do you, how do you make that sort of decision? Um, I know I that's a tough question. I'm sorry, but I, I, I'm, I'm thinking about it from a, I was one time your age, per, you know, trying yeah. to get a scholarship to Ohio State. Um, I'm really just, just waiting till I, I turn my schools down. I feel like if they haven't offered yet, um, then I'll really just, just, you know, knock down some of the schools, come out with like the top five or something like that. So that's when I think they want to be a part of my decision anymore. From a recruiting standpoint, what was more important for you? Was it the, the camp visits or was it the barbecue and bash visit where you just get to hang out? Uh, I say both because at the camp, they can't really, you know, deal with you how they want to. But at the barbecue, they, you know, it's more of a one-on-one. So I feel like both played a big part. Uh, I know you're extremely close with CJ Hicks. And I know that CJ is one of those guys in your corner trying to push you and promote you for, for, for between, with the Buckeyes coaches. What does it mean to have guys in the state that are all so close to, you know, you guys could be rivals. I mean, you know, you know, you and CJ don't go to the same school. You could, you guys could be bitter rivals if you wanted, but you know, in this era of the internet and recruiting the way it is, how valuable is it to just have guys to share experiences with? Man, it's crazy. You know, it's all love with CJ Hicks. Um, but with him just being with me since my sophomore year, like trying to push my name out, like it's been crazy. Cause like with all his success he's bringing, and um, like he's he's not he still looks for something smaller. Like he's not he's not just the you know typical five star recruit that doesn't try to help anybody. So um, I'm just thankful for him uh, trying to push my name out and stuff like that. Do you remember your brother's your brother's recruitment? I mean, what what was that like? I mean, are you able to pick up on on tips and hints and how to handle this from him? Yes, sir. He's been tech, like telling me a lot of tips, like what, what's the process like. You know, he uh, I learned he didn't really have the, the recruitment like I'm having because he uh, got hurt his junior year. But uh, he's telling me all the stuff that he he went through and the stuff that he could have did better. So I'm just picking up on those things. Well, now you're hurt to start your junior year. Is there something that you can sort of, you know, take from that? Is 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 he been a big part in helping you stay mentally sharp here? Yes, sir, definitely. Um, he's been telling me to, you know, keep your head high. Uh, you got a long journey ahead of you, basically. Like, don't don't just just sit on this for the rest of your life. Here you go. So we got the Minnesota visit, Ohio State visit the week after. What What's next? What else is on the docket for you as you head into this uh, this pivotal junior season? Um, Like football-wise or like visiting school? Uh, yeah, where else do you think you're going to be on the road visiting? Uh, I, I wanted to uh, get out to Oregon and Alabama. Um, 
been talking to them lately, so try to get out there. Now, for for a kid from where you're at in Springfield, obviously Elijah Brown is committed to Alabama. Uh, the Crimson Tide of, you know, Devontae Smith from, from that Cincinnati area was uh, signed with uh, Bama a year ago. Do you feel them starting to, like, be more involved in that area, or is it, you know, what is it like to hear from – from the national champs, man, it's crazy because <laughs> you know they bring in the best talent. So that's telling me you're doing something right. So, yeah, is did you ever think about this? Like this would happen for you again? And I don't want to belabor the point, but if people see you, they may not recognize that you're a nationally, you know, recognized football player because you are smaller than a lot of guys in your class, right? You're you know five nine hundred and seventy pounds or whatever. You don't look all the time like a football player until you put the put the pads on. But right. you know, is this hard for you to to grasp? And I mean, what is that feeling of like, holy crap, these people are actually calling me? Um, I I wouldn't say I'm not surprised because I I'm very surprised, you know, like and thankful for everything that's coming. But uh, I just feel like all my life I I've been able to compete with the the taller guys or the, you know, whatever, whatever it is. I just felt like I'm, I'm able to compete with the top guys. So. Is it a, like a chip on the shoulder? I mean, how do you, how do you describe the way that you feel when you get onto the field, when you look around and you're like, okay, I, I might be the smallest guy here, but I'm going to go out and, and prove that I'm the best. Oh, it's definitely a chip on my shoulder. Yes, sir. Um, but yeah, it's just, just, um, just, just, just seeing the, the taller dudes, I just, just get a little more juice. So, um, and I remember like when people say you're too short or uh, stuff like that, like that, that moves me. So, um, does nothing but make me play better. Well, hopefully, uh, you get back on the field sometime here in the in the next couple of weeks and get a chance to to lead Springfield to the playoffs and, and you know put your your name on the map nationally and get those other opportunities you want i know that uh missing these first couple of games has to be tearing at you so i'm going to let you get out of here on that note i told you i wouldn't keep you that long so i appreciate you taking time Anthony. yes sir no thank you that's anthony brown ohio 2023 receiver from springfield high school i'm jeremy birmingham this has been Bermanology on letterman road thanks for watching lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.